Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. My name is Biz Marquis, and I'm on the scene mm. with Peter Rosenberg, Cypher, and Juan Epstein. Now, every time you hear me, you know we get down, super educated master in stereo sound. So listen to the Al Bismarcky. Peace, everybody, in the place to be, to be, to be, to be. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. And good. No, 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 no. No. Good. Not. Uh, I well. love the fact. I love the fact that I'm, I'm going to try to make a very sad day happy. Okay. I love the fact that legends pass away and everyone goes, do one up about it. Please talk about the death of people. Thanks a lot. Wait. Thanks that that's what the fuck we are now. It's Cypher like Mr. C. <laughs> King of the death mix, which, uh, by the way, I, I said that to Biz in the one up with Biz. I remember, I, bro, first of all. Hey, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Uh, shout out to all the WANEP fans I saw on the road. Shout out to the guy that came to the show in Tampa who's a huge WANEP fan. I'm sorry I forgot your name in true WANEP fashion. Uh, he sounds like a great guy. Great guy. Great fan. He got very mad at us because we split the Pete Rock interview into a Patreon. And I go, are you a patron? He goes, I am now. He wasn't happy about it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Billy June, was that effective, by the way, the, 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 the Pete Rock Patreon? Yes, it was. Perfect. See? Look at us. Thank you. And your second episode was also very effective. Thank you, guys. Thank you. We're trying to give you real stuff here. And uh, glad. Okay, sorry. So you saw a guy in so Tampa. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw a couple of up fans throughout the week. I've been traveling for like two and a half weeks. Um, uh, 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 fuck, I was going somewhere. Oh, man. I <laughs> This is going to sound very weird. I see why you guys are fans because I listened to my first one up episode yesterday 
Which oh, was after I called you. After you called me and told me to listen to the Biz episode, which is, I'm the one who sent you the Biz episode, so Correct. I had it in my library. Correct. <laughs> and I've never, li- you know, the joke is I've I've never listened to a Juan Epp, and I listened to the whole Biz episode, and me- I, I was a fan. I was a fan. <laughs> I was like, wow, this interview is really fucking dope because, bro, we are just hip-hop. We're just friends. Are you about to explain to us what Juan Epp is? We're just all hip-hop friends. Yeah. Man, I, I shed a tear listening to that episode, man. Bro, that me too. That guy was the fucking best. I I also kind of forgot, to be honest with you, Saif. I, I didn't remember the episode. Um, so there were so many things. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so happy we talked about this. Oh, my God, I'm so happy we talked about that. But one thing I really took for granted was... Your guy's relationship and how much he referenced it during the interview. I, I know. Because we're so fucking... We're so busy all the time thinking about the future and fucking That's success. Us. Not everybody. That's us. No, but a lot of people don't live in the now. That's why it's a fucking big movement of mental health mental health, and, and, and being, being present. present. I'm not present. I'm not. That interview made me realize I'm not present at all, at all. Like, how much did you not remember till he said it? Like, what about the when you said you used to go shopping at his house with DJ Riz? I, I remember that little part because I I said that on my Instagram how Riz introduced me to him, and we used to go record shopping. But there was many more instances where I was with Biz, and he was showing me so much love in that interview. Oh my God! In the interview, he really treated you like, really like a friend. Just a friend. and then how, and then and then how ill was the part at the end when we were talking about who he stays in touch with, and he says to me, "He's like, I call you, don't I?" Yeah. And I, I said to my girl, "I was like, I forgot Biz used to call me and leave me the same voicemail that I heard Jazzy Jeff write about, where he calls people and goes, why don't you, why don't you call me?'" Yeah. And I was like, I forgot he did that to me. And he said it in the interview. He goes, I call you, don't I? And I go, why do, why do you call everyone? And then he says the realest shit in the world about because you never know. So I always want to call and check in with people. Yo, man, that episode, it's fucking, I was incredible. I was Billy, so proud of it when put, I listened Billy, to it. Put that episode on YouTube with a picture of Biz or something. But please put that up, man. Put yeah, actually, you you could do that. You could do that right away, like literally today. Yeah, just put it up that. the way it is. Put a picture or whatever, whatever the fuck you gotta put. But man, that woo. Yeah, put the one at picture and and put that up ASAP, man. That really, that interview, really dope interview. Glad we glad we. I don't, I don't glad we use the interview. intro so often. Glad we uh, use the intro he did for us so often too. Bro, you literally say, "Hey, we want to start using intros drops," and we never did. Uh, I think we did. I think I think that next season actually we started with little oh, yeah. intros for a few, right? And then and then fell off. Oh, you, can you believe it? We fell off. Sife, this is the best run of one ep we've been on. Maybe better even than the first run. Not in terms of the product we're making. I'm not saying this is the best episodes, but what I'm saying is the consistency is the best it's ever been. Because even when we first started it, it was like, hey, what day can we do? Oh, let's yeah. try to find a day. And yeah. people don't remember because everyone reminisces on the past like it was perfect. But there were times we went a few weeks without an episode and of then we popped back up. Of course. So Fuck we're you. trying, guys. And but man, I, that episode. I love how like 
even back then, I love how Wanep is so meta that we always talk about Wanep on Wanep. What is always. this? What always. are we doing? <laughs> it's so and true. And the fucking crazy shit of the episode with Biz. That uh, mind you, if you don't know what we're talking about, the last episode we just posted on One Ep is Life is an old from the old podcast we used to do, which was just called Juan Epstein. Because I always forget there might be there's a lot of new listeners, so we posted a classic episode of us talking about. I don't even like saying interview because it's just some friends shooting the shit, and we asked a couple dope questions. Um, was the week after the summer jam incident. I know that was ill too. So, like, how ill is it thinking back now? How depressed we were, how we thought you were going to get fired. Who knows what the hell was going to happen with the morning show? And then Uncle Biz comes in and soothes us, like, nah, hip hop, baby. It's all about hip hop. It's, it's an amazing. I was sitting there, Natalie was sitting there listening, and we were just like, yo, this is. Yo, man, we were looking at each other at certain parts about how ill it was, and then when he did when he did the whole thing about about calling people because you never know, you know. I looked over at I looked over at Natalie. She was a mess, and we were crying in the car. It was so ill. And then at the end, I tried to give the man his flowers, and Sife tells me to stop being a pussy. <laughs> all right, so let's stop being super meta and talking about all that was. Um, and let's jump into uh, well, we found out on Friday night while I was uh, I was actually at SmackDown. Sife, it was WWE's first live event, and my trip that I went on here because I'm working as we're recording this on Sunday. I'm working later today at Money in the Bank. Natalie and I flew down Friday to go to SmackDown, the first show that? in Houston. Okay, and then just fuck around and eat barbecue and Mexican all weekend and come to Dallas. And go to antique shops and, and, and vintage stores, of which, shit, yo, the vintage game in Houston, wow, they're intense. A lot of vintage stores in, in Houston. I, I, I love everything you're saying. Yeah, no, it's a great weekend. I know, I know, I know. And by the way, what a perfect activity for listening to the one up about Biz, who literally, basically, whatever they've done at the Universal Hip Hop Museum is amazing, and Biz basically has an entire second museum in his houses, so... Yeah. So I get the news Friday night as literally as the show's starting and I'm jumping up and down acting like a fan just trying to participate and enjoy this first WWE live show in a year and a half. Um, I get the text that, you know, the the TMZ link, just a friend rapper, Biz Marquee, has passed away. And, yeah, and we you. knew, of course, it, it was coming, but yeah. it, it oh, I mean, bro. Yeah, but, but, but uh, first of all, I saw your Instagram and I thought, because did you see, you saw my Instagram post, right? Where I made the audience sing Just a Friend at the Comedy Cellar. Oh, I didn't see that yet. What? I was driving around yesterday. I didn't see it yet. No. Peter, you got, bro. Hold and, on. And, How about this? Hold on. How about go to your Instagram and send Billy June the link and let's play it right well, here. Well, Billy June, just get the link. Billy yeah. June, when you find the link, just tell us you have it. Um, so I okay, went to but go your ahead. Instagram and I thought, I was like, oh man, I just made the whole crowd at the Comedy Cellar sing just a friend, and I and I said this is dedicated to Biz Marquee. Then I thought you made the way it looked. I thought you made the audience at WWE sing it. I thought that's what was about to happen. I was like, damn, he's about to outshine me again. But it was really just some wrestling shit. <laughs> you had twenty thousand people on TV do it. Here we go. Let's let me let me. I didn't hear this yet. And st- and, and watch to the end. Put it to the end. Uh, no, there's a sad part. There's a sad part of the show. I don't know if you heard, Ray. 
but the legendary rapper Bismarck, he just passed away. Yeah, man. He had a lot of, uh, he had a lot of issues for a while, so I would like everybody to sing the most classic Bismarck song ever created. Red, you know what I'm talking about. Wow. In, in wow. true in wow. true biz fashion. Like yes, this is a sad moment and 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 we're all, you know, I was I was almost in tears and I was trying to keep I was hosting a fucking comedy show at the time. Oh. And and to end it with a joke like that, like that's yeah. fucking biz, bro. That's biz. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> that was that was really good. Also, the way it sounded was so. Bro, it's funny because the I, that listening to his description of just a friend was really ill to me. And don't get me wrong; like I get a little frustrated, of course, naturally, because I'm Captain Backpack about like just a friend, just a friend, just a friend, just a friend. And I want to talk about you know nobody beats the biz and vapors, etc. But when you think when I listen to the, the episode again it made me realize not to feel that way because he wasn't some dude who was annoyed with his hit he loves that hit oh my god like loves it he did he that hit not only was pretty life-changing for him but also you could tell he took a lot of extra pride in it because that joint was all him right that was all him yeah like when he said that once he found those drums he knew whatever he did was going to be a hit yeah. if he used the drums the right way. <laughs> Which is not why it's a hit, Biz. But to him, drums are so important. You know what I mean? But, but, but it is a big part of it when you think about it, though. It's like, I guess, I guess really it's if you used it the right way. Because like we said on the podcast, Daylight used it. Yeah, a lot they of sped it up it. though. Yeah, a lot, of, but the, he let it play out just the and, way it and exists. And hard too. His his drums were thumping. Man, so like I, 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 yeah. There's no point in me being like, oh, you don't say. Why do you have to say just a friend? Nah, just a friend was his. That was it. I mean, in terms of from a global thing, that was the one. Now for hip hop, for the fans, I mean, I always talk about to this day. And actually, Billy June, pull this clip up. The clip Sife sent this morning. It's uh, let me tell you which one it is of the three. The third one. It. Nah, it's the second one. Because what is this, Syph? Is this the Apollo? I don't know. I, I jacked it off somebody else's Instagram. I think it's the Apollo. And who is that on stage with him? I don't know. At first, I thought it was Chris Rock for a second, his voice. <laughs> um, but I, it looks like the Apollo, and it looks like it's the late 80s, maybe right around shortly after the record was out. Listen to this. Yeah. 
Sounds like Chris Rock. Yo, Billy, you can stop it. Yo, the the ill thing is, Sife, he, he's performing on one of those annoying, um, you know, dubs or beat oh, yeah, yeah, beat yeah. appellas. No, you can still hear it has all the sound effects yeah, built course. into it. But but that, you know, that song. I love that video because I don't. I haven't seen that many live performances of Nobody Beats the Biz during the prime era. And that song to me, Sife, when I'm in a, when you're in any sort of party and someone plays that as part of an old school set, to yeah. me it's sort of a it's a party changing. It's an energy changing kind of song. Yeah, it's it's a, it's funny listening. Like all his songs were like, it's so weird to have a a a, a, a catalog of music that reflects. Your personality so well, like you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> not even your musical personality or your musical talent, just your actual personality. Like, when you listen back to his records, he, and then you meet him in person, it's like, yeah, it's the same guy. It's no, no question. You know what I mean? He so so what happened? He was a when he got into DJing. He said it was ninety one. He started DJing. Him and Flex got close. Why did he end up in Flip Squad? Uh, I don't know. That was before I was there. I I mean, how? What, what are you gonna deny Biz being in? You know what I mean like, how could you well, deny yeah, him? But I don't. You think he asked? No, you have no I, idea. No, he was on then, nothing but flavor back then. Cruz. They weren't, they just kind of formed, you know what I mean? They were kind of like more organic back then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, not like not like now where it's like, okay, you got to be signed to my label and signed to my production company. Like, you kind of just a bunch of DJs who were hanging out and then they were like, because the thing with Flip Squad is they were all managed by this woman named Jessica. So, like, if Jessica managed you, you were in this DJ crew, you know what I mean? Oh right! So I forgot yeah. about the Jess component of yeah, it. Yeah. So like, so Jess managed Biz also. Right, it could yeah. have been as simple as she started managing Biz, and that's that. Yeah, like Flip Squad was was DJ Funkmaster Flex, DJ Riz, Enough, Doop, uh, Mr. C. I think was in there for the bit. Frankie Cutlass, Biz Marquee, Mark Ronson. Uh, yeah, it was it was all mixed up back then. What does Jessica do now again? Uh, I think she still does parties or events. I haven't spoke to her in a while. Um, so I yeah, you that was a great point you just made about how Biz his personality so came through, and then the guy you met really was that. And like, you know, we we we. Not to be meta again, but we tapped into it into that episode with him though about how close he is with people. Like when you when you saw people pouring their heart out about him, and the range of people it was, he really was like we throw around that term uncle. He really was that dude to like 
Did you read A Track's story by any chance? No. A Track wrote an awesome story about the relationship they started. Right. So you have the A Track kind of person who yeah. was a DJ phenom as yeah. a kid. Yeah. And and I think the I think the record that he used to win his first DMC, it was the, his Nobody Beats the Biz right. routine. Which he said, by the way, <laughs> it was interesting in his story. He said that after, after Main Ingredient came out, he realized he needed to be scratching Biz Marquee more. So he called the record store. He said, so picture me with my thick... French Canadian accent every week calling to ask, Did you get the biz batis beats? I need business batis beats. So A Track was calling A Track was calling the store every week to get biz batis beats. And then when he eventually got it, he just started cutting up all these biz records and he eventually wins the DMCs with his Nobody Beats the Biz routine and then he ends up meeting biz at 16 years old and going to shows with him and then this friendship begins that lasted you know on and off forever like it always does with biz and but then i saw a post from a guy that i follow who you may know from your djing days in in connecticut who's you know he's not a world famous dj but he's a dope dj and in connecticut he brings people out and does dope shit um dj billy bush you know billy bush i do know billy bush yep and billy bush Posted about their friendship and record shopping and all this because Billy Bush is an ill 45 DJ, right, right? Right. And so he posted about their friendship and record shopping and how close they were. And and I know it's real. I know that's biz. It's anybody who has true love of the culture is in. Like anyone he meets who he feels their energy and like like them, he just was in. How do we get? How do you get better at this though? Which like, part? Why do I have to keep being reminded to? like hit these people up and 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 maintain these friendships why is it so fucking hard he did it well, you he get- did it effortlessly in the in the podcast he takes two or three phone calls <laughs> <laughs> true but all he does is say i'll call you right back but but um, he answered he answered he answered he goes, i'm doing radio right now i'll call you back like, okay, thank you. Like, you answered the phone. When you're busy right now, you are busy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's Bro, the real... I, fucking, I, I curse too much. I'm sorry. I just saw... I, on 420, I was doing that, that, that cookies event in San Francisco with Burner. And I saw Styles P. Love Styles P. Great. Styles P... Gets off the elevator, sees me, gives me a big-ass hug. Sive, I love you, bro. Call me. Call me. Let's hang out. Yes, Styles P, of course. Of course I'm going to call you. Never called. Never called. I mean, you can't. What more do I want? The guy's telling me he loves me. Call him. Misses me. Let's hang out. Because although I wouldn't say we're like best buds, we saw each other way more when I was more in my DJ era and on Hot 97. Uh, uh, We saw each other enough to have a good relationship. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the guy's literally inviting me, like, call me, let's hang, let's go get a meal or let's go do something. And I still haven't done it. What if, God forbid, I'm not even want to say it, but what if something happened to Styles P? I would feel like absolute shit. And then, like, Biz, we heard, like, I don't even really know what happened to Biz. Like, 
because there was one, I remember there was a group of Instagram postings of Biz Get Well. Yep. Which was how long ago? And I was like, oh. December. I'm mad. I, I'm mad. Everybody's looking for their biz picture. Everybody's looking for their biz picture. You know what I mean? And then recently, a couple weeks ago, there was a rumor that he died. So yeah. then I see on Instagram, Big Daddy Kane saying, hey, stop following, you know, gossip. He's still alive. But then I was like, well, is he sick? Where is he? Why are people saying that? You know what I mean? Like, has he been sick since the last Instagram run of Get Well Soons? Yeah, and I think the answer is yes, he was. He was always sick. How and sick I was tr- he? Was he in a coma? Could we have called no. him? Should we have called him? I, 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 um, I tried to reach out and ask some questions to people. I hit Marley a while ago. My, I I tried to text Biz on July twenty fifth. No, so I twenty twenty. Oh, twenty twenty. That's a year ago. I said, don't know if this is still you, Biz, but I'm sending you love and well wishes. Random. No, I think that was the first time I heard he might have not been doing good. Oh, maybe because it was you probably thought it was COVID or something. Maybe and that 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 but that went green and i know biz is a a blue mm-hmm. always was a blue text guy yeah and i don't even like i don't even know all the pictures where all of them are it's another thing i hate about the cloud these days like oh the cloud has everything i'm like yeah but my old shit my iphone from like 2012 13 yeah. 14 that's just not up there and is it i think i got to go f- I think I got to go find my old laptop, the one that I had Jay-Z sign. I think I got to find that laptop and see what was what yeah. pictures are on that cuz I don't yeah. think they went to the fucking cloud. Anyways, we are off in it. Yeah, go ahead. I'm um, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Don't don't you know stop making this about you. Just get your head out of your ass. I called people you, yesterday. You got what I <laughs> Yesterday I I reached out to a bunch of people. I reached out to um to Mr. C and Q-Tip and Jazzy Jeff and just different people who I knew had were close with Biz to send them love, because I because the thing is everyone's close with Biz, yeah, everyone. So you hit everybody. Now you, yeah, I mean, I was it's just picking the people like, who I knew, who I thought I know. Q Tip was super close to them. I knew um, Jeff and him were like incredibly close. Really? Yeah, they were they were super close. Um, we but. So, Saif, your your number one biz song of all time is? There's no way I could do that. Um, sometimes, sometimes it's make the music with your mouth. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not the one. It's not um, what's the one you said earlier? Nobody. Nobody, it's not nobody beats the biz, which is crazy, and I do love nobody beats the biz, but it's not that. It's not. Do you think anybody outside? Do people outside New York know that nobody beats the biz is a play on no. a commercial? No, they don't. They have no idea. They have no idea that there's no a idea. store in New York called Nobody Beats the Whiz that nobody, sold music no. and electronics. No, it's just and a, it's and just the commercials, 
and the commercials yeah. was that song yeah, with that tune. Yeah, it was that was the jingle. Nobody beats the Wiz. Nobody beats the Wiz. Pull that up, Billy June. Yeah, Billy um, June. I was gonna look for you. Nobody. Yeah, no, no, nobody out of New York knows that or tri-state area. No. I wonder if there are people listening right now who have been. Oh, here it is. Here you go, Billy June. Use this one. They've been they've been fans of that song for, for thirty five years, what? and we just said that, and they were like, "Wait, that was about a that was a commercial being used." I mean, it was a very popular commercial in New York City. Like the Wiz, like it was, was ingrained. Oh, the Wiz was the store to go buy cassettes and whatever and CDs. No, I guess eventually. Wow, wow, wow. All, All 11, 11 Wiz stores. So, by the way, so if you just saw the addresses there, Billy June, at the end of that commercial, can you, if you pause that screen at the end, it, it shows where the locations are. The interesting thing is DC had the Wiz, too, though. Eventually. Uh-huh. Probably not. That was from 1985. The Wiz in DC probably wasn't until 91, 92. But there were a few in DC. What a dope store, by the way. So, anyways... That was the essence of of nobody, which, by the way, that's also perfect when you think about it, Scythe, because the man was such a lunatic with electronics, and no one loved that store probably more than Biz. Yeah. Yo, the man also, what is going to happen? I wonder what his family is going to do with his stuff. We're talking about some of the greatest stuff ever collected by any human being. Like, Sife loves stuff. I love stuff. I, I love I stuff. Sife loves stuff. I love stuff. Many of you listening love stuff. <laughs> Nobody, there's not a soul ever in hip-hop, music, maybe anything, who has better or more stuff than Biz. The man's been collecting stuff for 35, 40 years. Well, what kind of stuff? All the stuff. Okay, let's go over the stuff I know he has. Yeah. He has rumored to have over 100,000 records. Easily. And you think that's easy? Easily. So, an insane amount of records. Yeah, he, he, you know, everything. Uh, Toys. Supposed to have the illest toy collection basically imaginable with everything you could ever imagine. His hip-hop electronics, like he told us on the podcast, he had Grandmaster Flash's beat machine. He had everyone's beat machine. Not the kind that they use, the actual one that these guys... But but that's just a piece of it because he has everything like that. I mean, save the fact that, you know... One of the last times I saw him, because I realized, man, it's probably been seven years since I've seen Biz, was um, he had, I went out to see him DJ Mobile Mondays 
because he had the 45 1200s. Yeah, but that that is the <laughs> he had Technique 1200s, which are the standard hip hop turntables. And apparently he had the smaller versions that are made specifically for 45 records. And and no one can tell me or it's rumored or what, what's the word? It's a mystery. It's a conspiracy. Are they actually made from techniques or did he get them made? Because he says it, techniques made them and he's got one of the only few pairs. But then people are like, no way. You got them. You manufactured them yourself, which is both ways is dope. Both ways is fire. But I saw them in person. Right. And if he did them himself, I mean, but, he made perfect techniques. But, perfect. How, but how hard would it really be if you have the resources, if you have the money and the time, which he had both of, to make those, how hard would it really be? I I, I don't know. I don't like, know how I would do it. I couldn't do. do it. I don't know where to go. You don't know where to go yet because you haven't sat down and figured out. Okay, let's start this process. You know what I mean? Like it's like my boy Ari who made the classic Nike Newport Air Force One, and like I didn't know you could make an Air Force One. There's a way to make. There's some kind of uh, cast or plate or whatever you call this shit. You know what I mean? Wait, but weren't those those weren't real? He just got them. He made them. What do you mean real? They weren't Nike. No, no, he sued by Nike ridiculously. He got sued by Nike. What? Are you crazy? The legend. I didn't know that. Ari, not a, I didn't know that. He's not allowed. Uh, he's not allowed to own a pair. He he has to. It's not enforced as much as it was before. But if he ever saw a pair online legally, he has to buy them so they get out of circulation. How many did he make? I don't know. Not a lot. I don't even have a pair. I only have the box. The box is the best part. The box is the Newport box. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. That's a whole. That's a whole nother episode of one. So, so I, I hear what you're saying. And but here's the perfect thing about Biz. Biz had this energy to him of the little kid you knew in school, yeah. who when you were like, "Hey, I really want a hoverboard," he was the little kid who was like, "I have a hoverboard." Yeah, yeah. And you were like, "No, got, you don't." I got the best. I got the best hoverboard. <laughs> he, yes, I do. My cousin in North Carolina gave me the hoverboard. <laughs> you. You don't have a cousin in North Carolina who gave you a hoverboard. Come you want to bet? Come on. Yeah, I do. You want to bet? It's at my house right now. Okay. Can I come over and see it? No, not today. My mom's busy. You can't come over today. Come over next week. Then next week comes. When am I going to come see that hoverboard? Come on. You know I got a hoverboard. That was biz but, as an adult. But, but he, he really have had it. it all. But he had it. He had the stuff, though. Did he, not always though. Always, I don't know. I don't know about always. I don't know. Who knows about always? I don't know if he always had because he would say he had a lot of things. A lot of things, Saif. He said he had everything. <laughs> he said he on. had everything, and and but we do know this though. Whether he ever, whether he had everything he said he had, 
or most of what he said he had. He had the illest collection in the world of hip hop stuff. That, and, that's and if he for said sure. he had it, he probably had a line on it. He was probably going to get it eventually. Right. Or, or he soon. had it at some point. He hasn't seen it in years, but he knows he has it it's in one of his houses. Yeah. And also like also like if you tell him something that he didn't have, he would tell you he had it and then he would have to go find it. I, I speaking of things that I know I have that I can't find, I have to find the the picture. I I found the picture of me and Biz from when I was fourteen, wow. and I, and I I found it a year or two ago, and I don't know where it went from when I found it a year or two ago, and I'm very frustrated by this. I need it's the first time I ever met anyone, anyone. He was the first anyone I ever met. Right, right. And he was so great. Like, he was just so cool. I I just hooked up my hard drive to find my biz pictures, which I know I have way more than this. I literally have one picture with biz. I forgot about the one you posted with uh, us and K Fox. I have one picture with biz, and then every other picture in this folder is of the mini Techniques 1200s. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm gonna send it to you. What? Uh, like of them, like online, no, or no, you saw them somewhere. somewhere? I don't even. I didn't take the picture. I don't know where it's from, but he's DJing on it with 45s. That Billy, this might have to be the cover picture. Is Biz with the mini 1200s? I think they're called 800s. If there's, if they're real, I think they're called 800s. They can't be real. Why have Yo, we by never the way, seen them since? Yo, by the way, techniques, you want to do something dope right now to honor Biz? Put out a run of these joints. Although it might almost be annoying to do it after he's gone. Why Why didn't they do it? You know how many people would buy these up? How many? Does it really make sense business-wise? Well, hold on. If they if they sold them for 1000 each. You'd buy two? I'd buy two. You'd and buy I'd, two? And I'd, I'd buy two for sure, 100%. No, like, not even – I got to go get – Not gotta, even – Saif, not even a question. I have I have to take two grand and go buy these. You know how much my life would be easier to only use those? In fact, I'd probably put my 12s away because uh, even for Serato, I could use little 45 yeah, Serato. Serato 45, yeah. So you wouldn't even need the big joints. You know how big 1200s are? You know how much they weigh? Yeah, I mean they're tanks. Doesn't Flex have a doesn't Flex have a connection to techniques? I need to talk to someone about sure this. I'm sure you know tons of people who have connections. All those all those beat junkie battle guys. They all they all know tech. Yeah, but then but why has it never happened? Then why would it have been that hard? They couldn't have. I guess they would have needed a minimum starting point of making too many or something. Like the cost would be pre- so prohibitively expensive that it wouldn't make sense. I, guess, I don't know. Yes, I don't know the popularity of vinyl now. All right, let's let's go back, uh, Billy June. Pull up the picture. I mean the video that Sife posted of. Uh, it is the. It is the last video that Sife sent. Let's um. The Roxanne Shante one. Yeah, this because we talked about this with Hold Biz, but we didn't play it. Hello? Hello? Oh, I'm doing podcasts. I'll call you back. 
Oh, what? See, he's he's acting more like Biz right now. Not to man. Yo, this. Hold on, before you play this. Ah, oh, man, we gotta put out the visual of this. You gotta see this. First of all, the way Biz walks out with, I mean, a Dean confidence. Like, there's no, there's no hindrance. Of what he's about to do, like you, you got to show this. None. He walks out onto this stage, and then fucking does this body movement that I would be one hundred percent embarrassed to even pretend to do, and it's full confidence. You know what I mean? Like no, and 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 also a couple other things to note here. He mentioned in our podcast, so look for it when he said the Biz Marquee hat. That's the hat that he's wearing right here, and. And he said he went on tour with Roxanne Chante and did every song with his mouth. Right, exactly. The entire tour he did with his mouth. And the the, the hat is important though, Saif, because that ties right into what you were saying about the never the the confidence and the not being embarrassed. No, 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 no. He wore the hat until he became until everyone knew who Biz was. Yeah. He made sure you knew who he was. First of all, sneaky big dude, right? Like yep. Big is Biz when he was young, especially yeah. was tall and yeah. kind of jacked up, like a yeah. big dude yeah, wearing right. the Biz hat. Let's let's watch this video of him and Roxanne Chante from probably 1986. Now we came here tonight to get so young. How do you how do you even all right what we about to do? Alright, I'm gonna go out there first. I'm gonna say something (laughs) you come out and make ridiculous noises (laughs) and jerk your body back and forth. (laughs) Yo, and say that was light. That was super light. That that He he said that in the interview that he was at his you know in his prime one of the illest performers ever, and in some of those clips like the one you sent to the Apollo, you really see, like, p- because before the biz dance in that Apollo one, like it's so fire. hundred and fifty percent of effort. Why why was the biz dance why was the biz dance so tight? I don't I don't did he in, he invented it right? He had yes, to, he had to invent it. But why is that dance so tight? I don't know, man. You're just throwing your arm up and crossing your body, basically, <laughs> either direction. And yet it's so tight. Now, this first clip you sent, I want to play this, too. I don't know exactly I've, when. I've I've, heard, I've seen this one before. I've seen the full was it version like, of this. Was this like what? Like some like a, 
a black expo Bro, or that, all shows were weird back then, man. There was no there and, was no venues. I mean, is wherever and you and you have to understand. Biz used to get booked for everything. Like in the like when we said he became the first celebrity DJ, and Biz moved to Maryland, so Biz was getting booked at every sort of boat ride, home, black homecoming, College Biz did, parties. Like he, yeah, he performed in front of presidents. Every DNC, he was the original celebrity DJ. There was no D Nice. Before there was biz, no, that was not possible to be this level of DJ. So he was getting booked for all kinds of events. And to me, looking at him here, this looks like it's early nineties. Let's. Uh, this I mean, is biz I think, performing. I though. think because he's he's rapping over the In Vogue Hold On beat, and I want to oh. say, whenever that song came out, it felt like that song was new at the time, and they were rhyming over it. That's what it feels 91, like. Ninety one. So it's like ninety one ish. Yeah. All right. Let's hear. It. Let's hear biz. Eight ball jackets. What the fuck is that? He's ill, yo. He's oh, he ill. on that stage, man. His face, Ill. his movement, his eyes when he starts rhyming backwards. He knew. He had that DJ mentality that, like, is something that you have as well. I mean, every every good DJ has it to an extent. The if I do this here, right, it's going to work. Yeah. I know it. I've seen it. Same with comedy. I know it. I've seen it. It works. He had that built into. And his stage performance, he knew that backwards into black people number one today. Yeah. He knew sure what that was going to do. Make sure the last bullshit fake backwards word noise I say sounds like day. You know what I mean? Like, black people That's number it. one today. It's, it's so, so ill, man. There's just so, there's just so many layers there's so many layers to what he did. I guess you you think about formation of Juice Crew, putting on Big Daddy Kane, becoming one of the street's favorites with going off. Uh, the, 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 the Master Ace song, me and the bit Master Ace single. Like, how do you make a single about you with someone else and it's a puppet? Why? Why are you doing that, Master Ace? And by the way, who has the biz doll? I know we've asked Ace this. Who has the biz doll? <laughs> who has it? Who has? I mean, biz has to have it, right? Let's find it. Hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to see if Ace is around. Yo, Ace, 
Oh, last time, I forgot to tell you, last time we talked about Ace and the scratches on Saturday Night Live, both Premier and Ace hit me back after the fact to say, yes, it was DJ Premier. They had the same. DJ Premier. They had the same manager at the time. Patrick Moxie. Patrick Moxie. The la- I just checked my text. The last time I got a text from Master Ace was in November. He just randomly wrote John Gruden to me. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. Wait, I don't know. Which which means that which means that he was listening to the Michael K show uh, and we were talking about something relating to John Gruden. And John I guess Gruden? I couldn't remember. He he's a famous football coach. And so my guess is he just texted me with whatever was with the answer to whatever I was trying to figure out. I wonder who so so then you have um, yeah, got, okay, hold because, on. You said okay. You got um, whatever you was doing on his own, battling and all that shit in the back in the day. Then Marley Mall Juice Crew putting on Kane, putting on Kane, bringing Kane to Marley, um, and then which by, which hold on, which by the way, a perfect thing to do that there would be then uh, play Billy June play. Play the uh, in the chat. Play the, the not the last one I sent you, which is the Wiz commercial. Hit the one before that, because Sife, this right here, this right here is one of you know the hip hop things from TV that are etched in your brain. Yeah. Of like when you were first falling in love with hip hop, this is like the things you were picturing, and like this helped shape your entire. This right here, Sife is etched into my brain for what a hip-hop video looked like when I first fell in love with it. Hit that, Billy June. I know exactly, yep. Wait, wait, wait. Blow it up, Billy June. Blow it up, Billy June. Radio, TV, and even the press say what's the meaning of V-A-P-O-R. Yo, what shirt is that, Sy? You know what? Pause, pause, Billy June. Yo, when we think about all the fucking classic big sample, big samples, we know we don't think about enough. How big the use is there from Biggie of back in the day. Yo, that's the intro to Ready to Die. Ready to Die is Bismarcky. Back in the day, in a gangster bazaar, we do do do. Yo, we forgot. All right, keep going, Billy June. By the way, the the way. When he says, when he starts introducing the vapors, like on that, in the intro that they have for the video remix, and he's like, and he talks about his friends, everyone, when you do, and he talks about his friends doing well, and it shows Kane laying on the lounge chair on the, <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> oh, God. Yo, Sife, where was this boat? They probably rented a boat. This is probably in the Hudson. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably in the Hudson, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, hit play. <laughs> 
big drug jewelry and extensions in her hair. When Swan tried to kick it, she always best talking about, baby, please, you work for UPS. Since he wasn't no type of big drug dealer, my man, she's a Swan. Yo, hit, hit pause again. Is there a chance, Sife, that UPS reference? Is there a chance that my mom used to work for FedEx and dated a guy that worked at UPS and used to say that shit to him all the time? 100%. 100%. His name was Wait, Frank. Are you serious? No, no, no. And she said the N-word, too. Not the clean version. Wait, wait. And she would say that to Frank? On a regular basis. Nigga, please, you work for UPS. Yo. <laughs> Yo, oh, and by shit. the way, do you think that in some ways led to don't be mad UPS is hiring? Don't be mad UPS. What is that from again? Uh, Flavin Ear Remix. Don't be mad UPS is hiring. I don't know. Maybe. You're mad because my style you're admiring. Don't be <laughs> mad UPS is hiring. Poor UPS. UPS. Always UPS. catching in hip-hop records. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's a good job. It's a good job. They're killing it right now. All your Amazon packages. That's UPS. All right, go ahead, Billy June. Now he trucks golden with fly belly boots. Rough love oh. fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and be coming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his people number, she be begging, please. <laughs> Dying for the day. Wow. Wow. <laughs> TJ Yo, Swan just pause, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, pause it, bro. Go back, a Billy. Can you move back just a little bit? Like, how much? Li literally, my building, literally my building is in the fucking background that I never noticed before. You mean the one that you lived in in Battery Park City, right there? Look, not that. To the right of that, go back a little more. Oh my God! Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and be coming to all the shows. Watch this. Every single weekend to get it. Man, she's a swarm didn't appeal to her, but now he tried. That's like the little courtyard next to us. Rough leather fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting. That's my building right there. That's my fucking building. Wow. Wait, by the way. Wow. Which answers my. Which answers my question. This was one of those little ships, like a little boat you could rent just, in the Hudson. It was just looping the Statue of Liberty. It was just doing a loop. Looping the Statue of Liberty. Bro. The, the, the girl playing the trumpet, the fake trumpet playing, and TJ Swan pouring his drink on the ground so the girl who used to play him now has to mop it mop up. Mop it up. Is also, first of all. First of all, I'm pretty sure that sample is a saxophone, but this bitch is playing the trumpet. They always got the horns wrong you're right. in hip-hop videos. Yep. Yo, that where I used to live in that building, there would always be boat ride parties. Like, if oh, I yeah. was sitting home on a Thursday or Friday night, they'd be like reggae reggae cruises, and you'd hear reggae music going by. Like, it'd, it'd come by, and it'd go away, fade out, and then it would come back as they were looping back around. Did you and, see and, you and saw the Wu Tang there, show? Uh, uh, American Crime Saga. Yeah, American Saga. An American Saga. I just, American saga, I just watched I mean? it again. You know where he's playing chess with the guy, mm -hmm. and also mm -hmm. where um, Ghostface and where where Divine worked. Mm -hmm. Remember, he used to go to his office, and that's that's that thing right there. That's that little area right there. Um, easy ride from Staten Island. 
Uh, yeah, the ferry. Yeah, you got it's a little down more, but yeah, the ferry was right there. All right, I just want to get to the think, part in this I video. I don't think that's where actually. I don't think that's where actually RZA played chess and Divine worked. It just it's in the show. I don't think it was actually in that spot. I want to just get through the part where Biz appears. I mean, where where, where Kane? Yeah, I want to. I want to see Kane appear because I got another partner who's common playing. He goes by the name of the Big Daddy Kane. But you made a very funny point on the Biz episode too about if Big Daddy Kane wrote that, he sure wrote some nice shit for himself. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, you know, a story you need to tell the story about how people were sleeping on Big Daddy Kane. All right, go ahead, Billy. Oh wait, sorry. There's somebody there. I just noticed there is somebody there with a saxophone. The guy right there on the right. He has a saxophone. Oh, yeah. There you go. He's playing. The other girl, she just got, grabbed a trumpet. A trumpet. All right. Go ahead. Man, she just swarmed in the field to her. But now he trucks rolling with fly belly boots. Rough leather fashion and tough silk suits. Now she stopped fronting and wants to speak and be coming to all the shows every single weekend. To get his people number, she be begging please. <laughs> yeah. Dying for the day to get skis. Uh-huh. She the papers. She got the papers. <laughs> the girl with the trumpet. <laughs> Yo, you can hit pause, Billy June. Yo, man, that and also, you know what else I love about Biz? He, he like had this. It was this mix of very funny in style and goofy, well before just a friend. Even yep. in this, like yes. he makes the faces, he makes he, the faces. He, the, he makes the face with his mouth and his eyes of like ah, oh. but he also rocked the big truck jewelry and had the full hip hop gimmick all the time. Yeah, it definitely wasn't a gimmick with him though. It was all it was all real. He was the he was a rapper. He was a rapper making money in those days. I mean, I don't know. I wonder one thing we never in all of our money questions that we love to ask. I never really figured out like I wonder I guess when he started doing lots of shows around this time is when he started making at least like, you know, a little money. Money enough to cop the jewelry, and he was getting like Cole Chillin was at least giving him advances, right? Uh, I don't know. Everything back then was so shady, but yeah, shows you were making money. Like, like you're at least making at least money to be like hood rich. He was making hood rich money. Yeah, at that time. and like Biz is universal, so you know Biz was getting money everywhere. His records were universal. But 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 not prior, but prior to just a friend, his biggest records they were still very hip hop. No records. no no, hip hop universal is what I meant back then. Got it. You mean you mean they were big in L A too? You think? I don't like, know about maybe not maybe I don't know about West Coast, but yeah, definitely like this side of the Mississippi, like everywhere, everywhere. Oh yeah, the, and and he yeah he was big in uh, in certainly in D C. Yeah, but like every- I, I was. The thing that's interesting about Biz is, you know, he moved to D.C. so long ago. He became such a, or Laurel, Maryland. He became such a staple in Maryland. Like, everyone got used to seeing him in Maryland all the time. Yeah. But, like, he has has a lot of places. Even if you were getting, I don't know how much, four grand, five grand a show. Even if you were getting that, four grand, five grand. Okay. And you did three shows in the weekend. That's fifteen thousand dollars. It's twelve thousand dollars. 
That's real you know what money. I'm saying? Like, like the the you know the money, even though the money was less back then. Still, if you're charging ten or twenty dollars to get into a club, it's still money. And then every weekend, Saif, so I just uh, I just pulled up. Um, I just pulled up the Bismarcky who sampled page. Okay. How many times? Uh, just rhyming with Biz was sampled three hundred and sixty-one times. It wow. says. <laughs> now. The beautiful thing about this is it. This contains both the Kane samples and the Biz samples, right? Because one thing that doesn't get talked about enough when we talk about the main ingredient, half of that album is Biz samples and half is Kane, but all from the same song. But almost all from the same song. Almost everyone is from Just Rhyming with Biz. Here's what they have listed as the ones that come up that we'll easily remember. Although this first one. So what you want, the Beastie Boys? Wow. Uh, Billy June, could you pull that up real quick? I feel like is that used in the the buddy can't see you can't front on that. Uh, 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 is it at the end? Maybe scratches at the end. Come on. We'll get back to that. Boom, bitty, bye, bye, Cypress Hill. MVP. By a guy named Big L. Um, this is a song I'm familiar with. You may also be familiar with it. It's called Jump Around, the Pete Rock Bloodstain Remix. Wow. Nostalgia, Marco Polo and Master Ace. Shouts to uh, Marco Polo. I love that song. Can't Wait, Red Man. Check it out, y'all. Check, check it out, y'all. I Get Physical, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Rather Unique, AZ. Yeah. Yep, another Pete Rock song. Um, Think of You, Usher. Oh, yeah, yeah, it does have a little scratch sample in that. I forgot that they used a little hip-hop-it-up sample moment. Check it out, Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Don't Curse, Heavy D. Who produced that again, Saif? That'd be Pete Rock. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I Just Want to Chill, Large Professor. I'm skipping over, by the way, one uh, the ones that I don't know. Yeah, Soul Plan by Lord Finesse. Yes, y'all by Heavy D. I think that's also Pete Rock. Ooh, here's a good one. Remember what? I remember this one. Next Level, Alcoholics and Diamond D. Fire. That used it heavy. Yeah. That used it as a big part of it. Legend Has It by Run the Jewels. Now, the Natural, Mike Geronimo. He had. We're saying he had publishing on this. Uh, yes, these are listed as, I mean, these are officially, the. you don't know what officially got got picked up, but these are ones that it's been acknowledged on who sampled, so someone just, just sure, put it in. I just want to make sure Biz had publishing on these. I don't know which ones he had the public, because like, remember, he made it sound in our episode like Pete Rock was kind of just good because of Marley. Nah, still though. But that was Electra. Electra had to handle it. Yeah, or whoever owns the ha the publishing deal or whatever. Also, it's just, so they're not just letting that slide. It's so clear. I went back and listened to Main Ingredient yesterday, and Just Rhyming with Biz is on uh, 
75% of the songs on the album. It's so clear that Pete, we got to ask him, but he just had the samples in his machine, you're right, just as little instruments to pl- to just play. Yeah. And then and then he was just like, "Oh, let's this this beat's good. Let me let me add this. Let me add this. and he just kept playing it as pieces on everything." Yeah. Um the natural Mike Geronimo. Here's a great one that I love. The saga begins, Rakim. Hip hop ride, the youngsters. This is crazy. It says Strong Island by JVC Force. That sampled that all the way back then. Right. It sounds like it was out. It feels like it was out before that. Direct sample, vocal and lyrics. It's same. It's 1987. It's like the same time. Master I see Mike Geronimo in the flesh. Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Believe, believe that. Gangstar. Move. Jay Dilla. Here today, gone tomorrow. Gangstar. Ghettos of the mind. Pete Rock and CL Smooth. Um, actual facts. Lord Finesse. Blue Funk. Heavy D. Quiet on the set. NWA. Main ingredient. Pete Rock. Um, Co-flow. Time for some action. Red Man. When I'm flowing, Rock Him, also produced by Pete Rock. Like, like time for some action, Red Man. Like, time for some action is a very specific sample of how I could just kill a man, Cypress Hill. Time, time for some, time for some action. Where is this? Where is this other part that has just rhyming with biz? Like, like you had to have another sample in there. But do you, do you, do we not remember where that is? You don't remember? No. Do you? No, Billy. Play time for some action. We're gonna find. I want it, like because be, you don't need it. But it was just well, so. It's, it's just so ingrained that, in hip hop. I was gonna say, but but that's what gets to the essence of it's who spi- Biz is. Spice, yeah. He's part. He's the fabric of hip hop. Yeah. His voice. Him and Kane's voices from that record. When you hear that, everything about the voice quality. It's like oh, it just makes it even better. Pull up time for some action, Billy June. Let's hear that. Okay, what we're gonna do here today, Redman, is we're gonna bring some of that unnecessary. Yo, Redman's so young Mind here, you. yo. Mind you, I just, I just watched. Oh, I know, I know what it is. I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. Keep playing, keep playing. Right there. Ah! Yes, camera, action. Yo, oh, yeah. I just watched the Red and Meth versus on a plane. Wait, wait yeah. I have something for you guys. Oh, okay. That I heard last night, and I'd never heard it before, but I think well, he you're going to like let, it. I want to I start taking bets. Can we do – we need to do one up live where we can take bets on the relevance of what Billy June is about to say. Billy June, you sure you wanted to weigh on the, on this episode of all episodes? Like this is it's, this is a time when people could okay. really it's something that I don't know if you've okay. heard before. I didn't hear it till last night. Oh, you didn't hear it. Well, that means me and Sife definitely haven't heard it because we're all the same. The and three I of wanna, us are and all. Who, and where'd you hear it from? I was at a bar. And who said it? A DJ played it. Okay, go ahead. DJ played it. All right. I guess he didn't listen to the one app then, Syph. Fuck. Keep playing it. We still want that. You don't want to cut it off now. We're just it telling you you're. For, it was on for less than two seconds. I'm just going to cut this all out. I didn't get to listen to it yet. 
Wait, we want to hear it now, what? though, Billy Jr. What are you Jr. talking play about? It. What are you saying? Shut up and play what you were just playing. Thank you. All right, Billy June, pause that. Now do this, do this. Search on, on while you're right there, search on YouTube for Bismarcky Beastie Boys. Yeah, just keep it like that. Though. Just do that. Exactly. It's already there. I want to see what else comes up. Ooh, look at that. Beastie Boys with Bismarcky do it live at Tibetan Freedom Concert. I was there, by the way. Keep going down, though. What is this? Discuss Biz versus... What is that? Nudge? Biz nudge. versus Nudge? Let's let's hear that. Let's see what that is. Beastie Boys and Biz discuss. Mardi Gras. You know a dude named Mr. C. Fat Mardi Gras gave it to Flash. Gave Mardi Gras in Orleans. Who knew to that to rhyme off that? Or cut that back? But it says though he made it for for them. Yeah, Bob James. Nice little drum roll at the beginning. Nice little beat, little, you know. Oh, but just enough. Yeah, for every two months. Just enough. No, that was good. Was seven minutes of funk. How do you know the? That's what I was trying to tell you about that. That Ted Nugent record. We, we've all had that Ted Nugent record for years, but we never would have thought. I wouldn't have thought to do that if you didn't. We're going to do it right now. Yeah. Oh, we found that question. So you saying that y'all had that all the time? I had, I had that record too. But I never, yeah. I had it too. That was my favorite record on it. So when I listened to it again, like I was looking, I was listening to it. I said, "Yo, I can act like they coming back home from space or something. They're coming back to do a show." So when I did it, Rears ain't coming home, right? And after that, I said, "Yo, I gotta call y'all." And with your phone kept being busy, called you. Your phone kept being busy, so I kept calling. Down. I finally got y'all on the phone. You understand? It's some things that comes up. It just happens. Like I made the greatest trade of all time. I traded Barbara Streisand, Star Wars born out. You don't got a beat on there, right? Yeah, well, that's an easy record. It's a boom. I'm thinking of that Midler record. Right? Yo, that. that that is gold. If you, okay, I don't know why you would ever search for that. You know, if you're searching for biz, you probably want to hear a song. Or so. That conversation with him and the BC Boys was a biz conversation that he would have. Of not, all time. Always. All the time. Always. always. Every conversation you had with biz was, no, I had that or I got that. 
Wait, wait. Some I kind traded of for this. And and then and then you know what you know what songs on there, and like those are all little those are all little tests, you know you know what beats on there right, like he's gonna like test your music skills, test your DJ skills. Are you? And by the you, way, Siphon, I terrible at that. I hear it, and I'm like, what? I don't even know what song. I probably would if you were playing the song. Even though what you're doing sounds amazing, I'm not. It, I can't put it together. Yo, that that only has twenty thousand views. That that video there. That's like such a random little gem right there. That is the best depiction of Biz I've ever seen in a in a in a fly on the wall normal Biz situation. You know yes, what I'm saying? Because even when he's doing interviews, he's you know when you do an interview, you 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 project a little more. You're kind of performing. That was the realest biz shit I ever saw, not in person. And it looks like they they were the Beastie Boys were already wearing their in ears, so they're about to go on stage, and they were yeah. just having. <laughs> Yo, but that was so crazy, man! He did so much shit with the Beastie Boys. Yo, what, what um, what, how much shit did Biz do with Dela? I don't know. They were just like, I I saw a video yesterday. Plug one put put up or Maceo with them with Biz like. I guess that was like the Long Island connection. I don't know, man. Uh, oh, it says uh, that he was on Lovely How I Let My Mind Float. But is it? But did he just? Did they ask him to come? Did he just pop up as soon as you saw him? Did you want to put him on a song? Like, I wonder how it worked. And you know what else? You you know what you know what you could never. We got to wrap here in a minute. And uh, this episode's been hard because I'm just trying to. Um, you know, it's like how do you how do you tell the whole story of someone who's this important no and way. has such personal meaning to both of us and to so many people. Um, I just and I, and and I wanted to do it in a way that was at least somewhat upbeat. Um. And not be super sad about this, even though it is super sad. And th there's a reality. Here we go, Billy June. I just sent you something. There, there's a reality, Sife, that we have to accept. That like, yes, people die too young. But also as the years go on and as the culture gets bigger and bigger. It's like, this is very sad and dark, I'm sorry. But it's like people who have 15 kids. If you have if you have two kids and God forbid one of the children die, it's a shock and it should never ever happen. If you have fifteen kids, unfortunately, something's gonna happen to a couple of kids. Oh, it's just yeah, it's just a numbers game. It's just numbers game. Yeah. And that's where we're at with hip hop. As the years go on and it's people get older and there's so when everyone keeps saying, Yo, man, why 2020? Why? It's going to be 21 and 22 and 23. It's the cult. Yeah, it's like, so big. We have so many people now. There's so many people we love. And, bro, like, yo, niggas ain't healthy, man. People are not living this healthy life, me included. Like, mm. not healthy. He's not, he wasn't healthy. He looked horrible, man. And we all just accepted it because he's biz. And also, what can we do? Nobody listens. You know what I mean? I know. When, and when you see him when he was young, he was such a naturally Bro, in like, shape looking kind of dude. He died. Uh, it was it was diabetes related, right? Yeah. The same as Patrice O'Neal. Like, what do you say? Hey, you're fat. Stop eating that. You can, what? Like, it doesn't work. 
I wonder what and and he t- he said that he lost at some point like a hundred pounds. So did Pun. Um. Well, I just said we tried to do a good job all day keeping it upbeat. Nah, Look at did. you. Look what you just did. I know. I know. I know. I know. I, know. I just. I just. I'm so happy. Like again, like that little. No, no, video. but 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 hold on. I don't want to go past what you just said, though. It is true. We all, all of us, as I eat my way through Texas, all of us <laughs> need to do a better job. You know, at least. Oh fuck. You know, keep finding some consistency. You're like a fucking rubber band man. <sighs> Bro, the you're up and fl- down is the up and down I is mean, crazy. You your your pictures. You, you go through your pictures and you have to guess what era you're in based in what weight you are. But now you've repeated weight in different eras. That was thin three. That was, that was thin, thin three. three. That was fat four. <laughs> Yo, uh, real quick. Uh, last night, first of all, I, I I didn't even get to talk about this. I want to talk about it. I got to, I got to open up for Talib Kweli at the Blue Note. Ooh. Which was like, bro, I go over, you know, the Blue Note is right across the street from the Comedy Cellar. So I know Kwali's there. So I'm like, I'm going to try to get in. I'm going to walk over and see if I can get in. I text Kwali. He gets me in. I go upstairs. There's real rap show vibes. Like just talking all rap, talking rap show. What we used to do back in the day, carrying crates, Black Star, da-da-da-da-da. Then he goes, yo, you want to do five minutes before we go up? And I'm like, yeah, I, whatever. I, I do comedy every day. I don't give a fuck. And then it's like two minutes before I hit the stage. And I'm like, this is the fucking blue note. Like the jazz legendary arena. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I only ever been in there once before because uh, Robert Glasper was there when it first opened back up. And Dave, I just happened to be coming out of the cellar when Chappelle was walking in. So I just I just ran over and walked in with Chappelle. And that's the first time. And I only stayed for like five minutes because it was so packed. Bro, I fucking opened up for Talib Kweli at the Blue Note. And it's like, yeah, Talib's my man. Blue Note's right there. And as I was leaving, I was like, yo, this is some legendary shit right here. Like, yeah. legendary. Then this guy ruins it. I'm walking back to my car. He's like, yo, Rosenberg. Yo, Ro- yo Pete. Yo, no. Pete. Yo, Rosenberg, you ain't going to say what's up. Oh, I, you, well, now you can't make me look bad. Now I turn around. I go, <laughs> do, I look, do I fucking look Jewish? Huh? Nah, Rosenberg, chill. Chill, Rosenberg. <laughs> I was like, What's Wait, up? did you ever correct him? No, he was pissed me off. He's like, "Come on, Rosenberg, don't be like that." I was like, "All right, man." He's like, "Yo, you gonna see me soon?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna see you soon." <laughs> and I go, Rosenberg out. <laughs> so you got me beef now. I got beef with this guy. Oh, Yo, that's hilarious. God. You seen that? All right. Um, we gotta go. You seen that guy that does that thing? Uh, bass and bars. That bass player. And he'll play the song with all the rappers rapping to it. Yeah, Brady Watt. Yeah, he's Quali's bass player. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. He that makes sense. Fucking murdered it, yo. He's phenomenal. The whole band was phenomenal. Do you tell Quali, yo, why don't you have Rosenberg on your podcast? It didn't come up. Damn. It didn't come up. It's okay. It didn't it's come okay. up on, on people's okay. party. Yeah. It didn't come up. It didn't. I'm come still up. trying to push this album. Real late. Available everywhere right now. Still. 
Well, I pushed it definitely to those guys that harassed me. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Sounds like you dissed them. All right, we gotta go, man. Um, all right, let's close it out with. Uh, there's so many songs you could play. That Biz's voice is the essence of the song, but I don't know if it's much more than this. So, Rest in um, peace. on the way up, uh, Billy June. Also, let's close out with uh, with this song, and then bring in the the end of Wanep. Bring in the part of Wanep where Biz talks about checking in with people, um, and then edit that seamlessly. Billy June, edit that into when at the end of the episode I tell him. How much we tell him how much we love him and how great he is because I'm glad we got to do that on the podcast, even though Saif called me a pussy for saying it. No, I gotta do it. All right, man. Thank you guys for for being here with us today. I know it was kind of weird. Come on, come on. The funny thing you, is, the funny thing is, real quick. I know we gotta go. Um, I just ended it right. I know, there. but I, I just, just want to say this it. is a this okay. is a, a after the you know encore. I'm back on stage. Okay. This episode, like. If you want to know the history of all that shit of biz, listen to the last episode from the old one app. That's where you'll get all like the information, the history, the Molly Mall, the Kane, all that shit, which is great. This is like nobody could nobody can do this the way we do it. I just want to give myself some props, man. Yo, Miss you, know you deserve those props. Nobody man. I love nobody you, man. can do this the way we just did it, man. Because we're you so mean nothing. No, no, no. It's not nothing. It's the it's real. It's the realest. It's the realest. We don't have to fucking go do. We we didn't look at Wikipedia once. To this is what we know about Biz. This is our personal experience. Shit we've heard. We in the fucking hip hop zeitgeist. Which, by the way, and that's an important thing. To I was thinking about that yesterday with Biz, and thinking about how many different memories kept coming to my head. And I was like, oh yeah, there was that time. Oh yeah, there was that time. Oh yeah, when, oh I forgot when he was on Hip Hop Squares. Oh, I forgot when. I, I, oh yeah. And I was like, man, I'm so blessed. Blessed. What an incredible. I what about hip hop incre- squares? What what a what a run that we've gotten to have to be both of us in our different ways to cross paths with him so many times to where we knew him. Like he's, man, he's important. Man, 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 man. All right, Billy June, take us out, man. And I love you. We love you, Biz. Fuck it. I'll do it live. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party out. I'm bound to wreck your body gets they turn a party How much? Kane's a few years younger than you. Yeah, younger. Do you guys still talk? Yeah, that's my man. Like regularly, it's not unusual. Crazy. Who else do you talk to? I talk to everybody. Talk to Marley. Yeah, I, talk, I even call you, don't I? You do, you, you <laughs> I call everybody. Why I, is that? Why? Why are you like that? You just seem like someone who stays in touch with everyone. We not stay in touch with everyone because every day is not guaranteed to you. And I don't want to be one of them that be like, "Yo, I should have called him or so." Yo, that's me. It's too. It's too short. Hey, Biz. We can't thank you enough. We love you. If people listen. No one ever tells the legends until it's too late. Hip hop, we love you. You you made the culture. You're one of the spices that made this culture wonderful and brought it to tons of people. And everyone thanks you. People are gonna be so excited to hear this, man. This is why 
Listen, I agree with what you're saying, mm-hmm. but the way you say it so is why the competition calls you a pussy, man. We're you on the sound, podcast. But that sounded like you was gonna give him a, like you were giving him a reach around. Let me finish. <laughs> let me, let me finish. <laughs> and I'd like to blow you. Let me <laughs> that make it better if I say yeah. it. I mean, well, if you gotta finish up. If you gotta finish you gotta finish up. No, but come on, we don't we always nah, celebrate nah, nah, you're guys. Right, you're right. Biz is amazing, man. Yeah, you're right. You did that. And not only that, aside from all the jokes and the fun, if you were to just take, if you would stop just after going off, your contribution could have been done. That's a classic. Let alone the fact that your voice has made so many other songs classic. Like you said, the main ingredient doesn't even exist. It would just be an instrumental. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. I'm about to wreck your body against they turn a party out. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.